The Naval Academy Museum presents a history of the Navy in 100 objects. On Sunday, October 13th, the Navy celebrated its 238th birthday since its founding in 1775 by the Continental Congress. Since then, the U.S. Navy has continuously protected American waters. Soon after its founding, the Navy embarked on its first scientific and development efforts with inventions like the turtle, the first submarine, invented by David Bushnell. In a previous episode, we featured the pay certificates issued to Bushnell by the Continental Congress for his efforts. The first 150 years of innovation and development in the Navy were often driven by single individuals or small groups and then adopted by the Navy upon nearing completion. However, by the late 19th and early 20th centuries, the Navy began to realize the true value of science and innovation, and it began formalizing and institutionalizing its own efforts. Two particular institutions, which still exist today, drive the Navy's 21st century science efforts and have been responsible for some of the greatest technological advances that the Navy has achieved. The first is the Naval Research Laboratory. The NRL was established in 1923 at the behest of Thomas Edison and is responsible for the development of advanced technologies and the carrying out of laboratory research for the Navy. This has led to monumental developments, including concept satellites for the global positioning system, the first U.S. radar system, extensive post-World War II rocket research, astronomy and space communication studies, weather research, and naval damage control materials like the various firefighting foams used on board ships. In 1946, the Office of Naval Research, ONR, was founded to oversee all of the Navy and Marine Corps scientific and research programs. The organization funds research programs through universities and government and non-government laboratories and has administrative oversight of the Naval Research Laboratory. Today, ONR is headed by Rear Admiral Matthew Clunder, who has previously served as Commandant of the Naval Academy. Today's object is a rotating mirror that was used by Albert Michelson, Naval Academy Class of 1873 and winner of the Nobel Prize. He is one of the Naval Academy's greatest graduates and began his revolutionary research on the banks of the Severn River while an instructor at the Naval Academy. Today, we are joined by Jim Cheevers for a little bit more about Albert Michelson's accomplishments. And then we will feature the short documentary about the life of the Polish immigrant who made such an impact on the Navy, science, and history. Uh, we're here to, uh, to discuss uh, Dr. Albert A. Michelson, graduated from the Naval Academy in the class of 1873 uh, and became the first American to win the Nobel Prize in Physics in 1907. Uh, Mr. Michelson uh, came back as an instructor after his tour at sea um, following graduation and along the Severn River front began measuring the speed of light. Uh, here in the case you'll see a, a, a revolving mirror that was used in that experiment uh, and he would go on to uh, invent things like diffraction grading and of course the Navy is uh, heavily involved throughout its uh, existence in research and development even even back during the American Revolution the research you can think of uh, with the turtle with submersible vessels uh, 
with uh, later on with uh, torpedoes and of course steam-powered vessels and an uh, awful lot of research and development continues uh, uh, forever in the United States Navy and Mr. Michelson is one of the great examples of that. Um, he didn't stick, stay with the Navy long after he got involved with the uh, scientific uh, interests. He went to Case Western, uh, also founded the uh, Wilson Observatory in California. Uh, and we have a wonderful letter in the collection written by Albert Einstein saying that if it hadn't been for the work of Albert A. Michelson, Naval Academy class of 1873, he would not have been able to proceed with his work. Uh, so we're very proud of, of Mr. Michelson and we have a, our science building here at the Naval Academy. Michelson Hall is named for him. Albert Abraham Michelson, the first American to be awarded the Nobel Prize in Physics, was born in 1852 of Polish parents who brought him to New York at the age of two and shortly after moved to California in the wake of the gold rush. Following a primary school education in the little town of Murphy's, California, and a high school education in San Francisco, he entered the Naval Academy in 1869 on a special appointment at large by President Grant. Upon completing his course of studies and the required two-year cruise, he served at the Naval Academy until 1879 as an instructor in physics and chemistry. Then, after two years of graduate study in Berlin, Heidelberg, and Paris, he resigned from the Navy in 1881 and accepted an appointment as instructor in physics at what is now known as Case Institute of Technology. He remained at Case about eight years, and after a three-year period at Clark University, was chosen in 1892 to organize and head the Department of Physics at the University of Chicago. He was associated with the university for the rest of his life, and in his later years was named first distinguished service professor in physics. Here on the steps of Ryerson Physical Laboratory, University of Chicago, is Professor Michelson. The first of several candid glimpses of Michelson from the archives of 20th Century Fox Movie Tone News was photographed in 1928. He's standing near the Ryerson Laboratory and is discussing the results of three important research programs. Each of these was a measurement of the velocity of light. The second, the measurement of the diameter of a star. And the third was a test of the Einstein theory of relativity. How much time are you going to give me? I may say that all three of these problems have been satisfactorily solved. And I'm very glad to give most of the credit for their successful solution to the cordial cooperation that I've had from the Mount Wilson authorities and, observ and uh, observers. I would say in conclusion that the funds for this work were furnished by the University of Chicago 
by the Carnegie Institution of Washington and by uh, Mr. Ryerson, the founder of our laboratory here. And my grateful thanks are due to them for the successful uh, finishing of these observations. And uh, I may say that the last problem has just been solved, the uh, test of the Einstein theory, and it confirms the Einstein theory completely. Measurement of the velocity of light interested Michelson all of his life. A plan of his last experiment will clarify the optical system used. Light from a carbon arc is focused by a lens onto a slit. After passing through the slit, the beam strikes one of the 32 faces of a rotating mirror and enters the evacuated tube through a window. A plane mirror reflects the light to a concave mirror, which then sends a nearly parallel beam to a plane mirror a mile away. After several reflections between two plane mirrors a mile apart, the beam retraces its path, striking the lower part of the rotating mirror, which by now has turned so that the adjacent face is showing. A diagonal folding prism then sends the light to the observer, who sees the beam relative to a reference crosshair. To determine the velocity of light, the distance the light travels between the two reflections on the rotating mirror is divided by the time it takes the mirror to turn through one thirty-second of a revolution. The second candid glimpse of Professor Michelson shows him demonstrating some of the equipment to be used in the measurement of the velocity of light. Preliminary tests were conducted in 1929 at Ross Field, Arcadia, California. For the benefit of the cameraman, Michelson is exaggerating the movement of the eyepiece as he pretends to scan the small rotating mirror in the upper right-hand corner of the frame to locate the path of the returning beam of light. In normal operation, this very accurately constructed rotating mirror, the heart of the experiment, is spun at nearly 44,000 revolutions per minute. Next, Michelson demonstrates the adjustment of one of the plane mirrors that was later to go into the mile-long vacuum tube, not used during these preliminary tests. Here, the concave mirror is being adjusted. Judging by the image in the mirror, the photographer was using a hand-crank camera. This mirror was also incorporated into the vacuum tube assembly during the actual experiments conducted later at the Irvine Ranch near Santa Ana. To better demonstrate operation of the rotating mirror, it was here removed from its normal position in line with the eyepiece and propped up with a stone to catch the sun's rays. Michelson received recognition for his method of determining the velocity of light in 1878 while at the Naval Academy. He was still refining the measurements when he died in 1931. Albert Michelson was a man of many interests. He excelled in tennis, bridge, chess, and billiards. His artistic ability extended beyond his scientific work into the fields of painting and music. This candid glimpse of him enjoying his favorite pastime of watercolor painting was taken in Pasadena about 1930. Michelson loved music, and
and was himself a proficient amateur violinist. The music which you are hearing was composed by him for his grandchildren. Grandpa's Lullaby is what he named it. Painting had been a hobby of his ever since the Naval Academy period. In 1928, the Renaissance Society of Chicago sponsored a one-man exhibit of his watercolors. During the last 10 years of his life, he divided his time between scientific investigations and painting trips to the beaches, arroyos, and mountains. This was Albert Abraham Michelson, scientist, artist, musician, teacher. America's first Nobel Prize winner in science. The man who pursued physics because, as he put it, it's such good fun. <laughs>